Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today I want to talk about values and principles. I read an article, not even an article, I was clicking through the internet, and someone mentioned that they don't want to die, but they don't know how to live life. Say it again. They, they didn't want to die, but they also didn't know how to live life. And I feel like a lot of us have been there or are there where you don't want to die, but you're like, how do I live life? Just recently, uh, Michelle and I were in Catalina, a beautiful island. Uh, it's like a, it took us an hour, 20 minutes, a very choppy boat ride going there because of the weather and we're laying in in this beautiful bed it's a beautiful night and I had this feeling like I could just disappear just just wanting to kind of vaporize fade away into nothingness and it wasn't so much that I wanted to die I just felt like Ah, uh, I could I could just cease to exist anymore, and it, and there was no pain associated with it. It was just an interesting observation. It was a moment. Um, but with that said, it doesn't matter where we are or what we've accomplished or achieved, or how we identify with our lives or or how happy we are, what we've obtained, we can still have these moments where we just don't want to be here. We don't want to exist. And then we can also have these moments where we do want to be here. We just don't know how to move forward. We don't know what our compass is. Values and principles give us that compass. Uh, now, uh, to talk about what are values, right? Values and principles are different. You always hear people talk about, what do you value? What are your principles? Well, values are beliefs, attitudes, and opinions that we hold regarding specific issues. They're standards of behavior about what's important in life. They can be anything from integrity, kindness, compassion, to honesty, resilience, and uh, and service, right? So those can be values. Basically, they can change. They're malleable. They're internal and subjective. For example, uh, one of my core values is justice, right? I like when people get their just due, whatever that is, whether that means it's punishment or reward. I value justice being served. Now, whatever your value is, you may recognize that you value it up to a point. So if you value boldness, for example, yeah, we like when people are bold and are daring, but up to a point, right? Because sometimes you can be so bold, you're putting your life and other people's lives in danger. Oh, we value honesty, but honesty up to a point, right? 
So none of these are black and white. And that is one of those things that when we are struggling with suicide ideations, we want to get away from. So just recognizing that these are our values up to a point. So to share with you some of my values before I get into principles, um, 10 of my values are one, justice. Like I said, I love when uh, justice is served, meaning you get your reward or you get your punishment. It, it is it's something about the fairness of it all. Also, I recognize that justice isn't always served. One of my favorite shows is Law and Order, the original, because sometimes justice isn't served. Sometimes the guy who committed the crime or the person who committed the crime, they get off. They walk away and they, they throw up a big middle finger uh, and they got a little smirk on their face. It, I enjoy that also in, in, in that context. But in real life, I want justice to be served. Um, two, I value trust. It's so important to me in business, in relationships, in society, in our community, in the world, to trust the person that you're spending your time with, to trust your neighbors, the, uh, the police officers, the, the government countries airplane like there's so many levels of to trust ourselves right to trust ourselves to come through i value trust because then when there's trust uh, we can move forward faster together instead of uh all right we're working together but i don't really trust you so now i gotta watch what i'm doing and what you're doing that's not comfortable Uh, with that i also value collaboration i love doing things with other people to do things by myself would be boring. Uh, and, and, you know, you hear this in like rap groups, they're always collaborating. I, I love when two rappers, two of my favorite rappers, like Jake and Jake, Drake and Jay Z are on the same track. Oh, I love a dope collaboration. Number four, creativity. Creativity, I value because it's like thinking out the box. You're coming up with something no one else has thought of. Fifth value, solitude. I need time to myself to think, reflect, introspect. Uh, and it's so funny. I hadn't, I'm going to be honest, I had not written down my values until I decided to do this podcast. And I was like, oh, wait, what are my values? <laughs> so I was like, let me write down 10 of those. And, uh, and yeah, so solitude. I'm an introvert. I, need, I like to go off into a little nook with a book and... Uh, and, you know, explore my thoughts or meander about alone, even going to the movies by myself. I love solitude. Uh, my sixth value, learning. Every day I love to learn. I go, I get up, I go for a walk to our grocery store, buy the newspaper, come back, read the, the news. And, and I, I recognize that I love reading the newspaper every day, or at least Monday through Friday. Uh, because I, I find that I learn something new every time. We were just in Catalina. You're going to hear me mention this a couple times because I'm, I'm recording a bunch of these episodes uh, and, and together. And I learned that the word casino means gathering place. It doesn't mean gambling place. And then, uh, wow, there was something else I, I just learned. I forgot. But I was like, oh, man, that's so cool. I, you know, I just love learning things and reading the paper, reading books. 
uh, having conversations with different people from different backgrounds. I love learning. I also like our, our dog Mila was sneezing, and I learned that dogs re- have a reverse sneeze. I had no idea there was such a thing as reverse sneezing, but it's a thing where you, I, I can't explain it. You just have to, but you're not sneezing out, you're kind of sneezing in, I guess. But, but that's something that I learned. Uh, seventh value, growing. I love the idea that this podcast is growing. Thank you. That means that not only are you listening, you, you are coming back to listen, and that you're sharing the episodes. This, this podcast does not grow without you. Our community does not grow without you. So thank you for tuning in, for sharing, and also thank you for emailing me your questions and thoughts about you know topics you want to cover or what you're going through. If you would like to email me, go to Leo Flowers. Don't go to uh, Leo Flowers 2000 at Gmail 2000. Uh, Leo Flowers 2000 at Gmail. And you can email me uh, whatever your thoughts are. Uh, or if, you, if you're going through a thing, let me know. Let's, let's uh, uh, you know, I'll respond. I'll do my best to respond. And I'm, I don't promise a back and forth, but I definitely w- would like to hear from you. And then number seven uh, or number eight, my eighth value, fun. Like the, the, what I find is when I'm collaborating with other people and I'm being creative, it's so much fun. I love having fun. I love that kind of fun. When I was a kid, fun was like throwing rocks in the ocean or skipping rocks or you know playing basketball and football. But now fun is collaborating, being creative, and then sharing uh, whatever we've come up with. That is fun for me, especially if you're doing it with people that you trust, right? And then my ninth value, intimacy. I love to go deep. You know, I'm here for the shallow. Let's talk about the weather, the sports, uh, the news, all that. But I'm also here for the quiet, uh, the feelings, the emotions, the fears, the challenges, um, you know, what's keeping you up at night. I'm here for the intimacy. I'm here for those, the deeper levels of, of conversation and connection. And then my 10th value, safety. And, and, you know, right now I'm all about safety because, you know, I have asthma, I have a a number of health issues. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm focused on safety. I'm being uh, safe and being healthy um, and, and, and financially safe and, you know, just different levels of safety, physical safety uh, uh, and financial uh, financial safety. Those things are of um, high value for me right now. And over time, those values can change, just like yours can. But it's really important to know what you value currently. And that way you have a way of filtering things out. Now, what are principles? Principles are fundamental truths that are permanent unchanging and universal in nature. When I played football, one of our principles was one day at a time. Just take things one day at a time, and then we will get to the goals that we have set before us. With that, I've listed out 10 of my principles, and I'll jump around because some of these are financial principles, some of them are mental health 
principles. Some of these are, are, are work-related principles. So my one of my financial principles is time and market is better than timing the market. This is a, a valuable principle for me because uh, I have money in a stock market, but and in the past I tried to play the market. It has been to my demise. I, I've lost money every time. So now I just put the money in and I pray for the best. And just and I'm just focused on keeping the money in as long as possible. And what's great about that principle, time in the market is better than timing the market, is that it's now translated into my mentality with everything else, where instead of you know trying to get the timing right for the podcast or relationships or whatever, I just go time in is better than timing uh, the market or the podcast or the relationship. The more time we put in, then ideally over time, the, the greater the return, the greater the benefits. So just you know, put it in and, and stick to it. it. It really is about commitment, right? So that's uh, one of my principles. My other principle is I got to walk the dogs every day. Now, when I talk about my dogs, I'm talking about suicide and I'm talking about addiction. And addiction, they call it the red dog. And suicide, they call it the black dog. Well, they, they refer to that as depression as being the black dog too. But I know if I do not take my dogs out every day, they're going to start barking. The, the suicidal ideation is going to start uh, amplifying as well as my addictive tendencies will start to multiply. So I got to walk the dogs. I, I got to, who let the dogs out? I got to let the dogs out in order to get clarity, uh, for serenity, and for Kong. I have to walk the dogs every day. Uh, my third principle is normal doesn't mean optimal. I got this from Dr. Peter Atia. Normal doesn't mean optimal. When you go to the doctor, he's like, oh, your results are normal. That doesn't mean it's optimal. That doesn't mean like if your blood pressure is 120 over 80, that's normal. But optimal might be 110 over 70. You know, I don't know what optimal blood pressure is, but that's normal blood pressure. We're, I'm looking for optimal. I'm looking for optimal numbers. Like what would make me Superman or limitless? That's... <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. My fourth principle is the personal is political. This is valuable because a lot of times people want to talk politics all day, but if you talk about what's going on with you personally, your person, like if instead of talking about gun control, talk about the time someone pulled a gun on you. If you're talking about abortion, talk about, um, you know, uh, maybe your parents, you know, my grandmother wanted to have me aborted. You know, talking about the personal is political. I don't have to talk about the jail system. I was arrested, and I can tell that story. So your per make the, the know that the personal is political, and you can sidestep all that uh, div divisiveness that, that usually takes place. Uh, my fifth, I think, yeah, we're on number five. Uh, trust is earned. Love is learned. I'll say that again. Trust is earned, love is learned. So what this means is in relationships, the love is learned part, like 
you have to learn how to love the person or thing that you have. We just got a house. I have to learn how to love this house. I have to learn what the house needs. Now, with that said, love is learned. That means the house also has to be a good teacher to me. It has to teach me what works for it and what doesn't. Same thing with our dog. The dog has to teach me. He has to be a good teacher, and I have to be a good student, um, and then you know, I have to be receptive in order for this uh, relationship to work. So love is learned. If you're in a relationship with someone and you're like, they don't know how to love me, either they are, are, are not paying attention and not empathetic and not trying to understand, or you are struggling to really you know, communicate. Maybe your teaching style or the way you're communicating is uh, the, the, the blockade here. So it requires both sides. Trust is earned. Love is learned. Um, and with that said, in a relationship, my other principle is there's me, there's you, and there's the relationship. So there be there are times where you're doing things for yourself, where you're doing things for the other person, and where you're doing things for the relationship. Just be aware of which one. And, and, and if, you know, every now and again, you're doing something for all three, right? But sometimes you're doing something for you, you're doing something for them, and you're doing something for the relationship. Uh, another one of my principles is let the critics analyze you and your stories. Just tell the stories. Now, this is important for any of us who get defensive when people criticize or analyze us. Let them analyze you. That's fine. You're only, you can't control that. Your only job is to put out there what you're going to put out there. You know, the, the example I give with stand-up comedy, you know, people are going to criticize, they're going to have their notes, they're going to have their thoughts on what you said or what you did. That's fine. Let them analyze that. It's not my job. My job is just to create, collaborate, create, and put the stuff out. And then uh, you, the receiver, can, can get in your little groups and decide what you want to do. I can't control that, right? So let the critics analyze the stories and the jokes, uh, and I just keep on trucking. Because by the time they get out what they got to say, I'm on to the next thing. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm already past that. We're not thinking about that. Um, my other principle is, because I forgot what number we're on, I'm going to say eight. Clarification is confrontation, right? Clarification is confrontation. A lot of times we think about con confronting someone. We think about it being aggressive, mean, rude, uh, maybe even a, a violent getting in their face. But just seeking clarification, you know, to say, can you help me understand what led up to X, Y, and Z? Or what were the events that, you know, preceded this outcome? That is a form of confrontation. So clarification is confrontation. So in your head, if you if you have if you're like I don't like to confront, that's not really who I am. Reframe it to, I'm seeking clarification. I want to get clear on I need I need clarity or understanding as to how we got here. Uh, please take the time to explain that to me. And then my last principle is. 
writing is just rewriting. Writing is just rewriting, right? Um, and, and then that encourages me to just put the stuff out there. Sometimes we get this, this block of not wanting to do a thing because we want it to be perfect. And when you realize that most of what you're going to do is going to be the redoing of it, the, the reshaping of it, the restructuring of it, then you go, okay, let me just get the, I got to get the rough draft out there first. Just turn in a rough draft of whatever it is, whatever thought, idea, even in a conversation where you're like, oh, I got to say the right thing. You know what? I, I know it, it can have disastrous consequences, not getting it right the first time, but nine times out of 10, if we say, listen, I'm going to say something. It's going to be a little messy, but I'm, but I'm confident that you and I together can clean this up so that we can get true clarity and then move forward uh, and then share it. Boom. Now, now you got their buy-in. So, you know, just to say, hey, do you give me space to be a little messy here and say things? Uh, and, and then together we're going to clean up this language and, and let me know what part I'm missing or uh, uh, what you heard. You know, so that way you, you preempt it, you primed it, and now you can feel confident in saying what you're going to say next. Uh, and, uh, and that's it. So if you're a person who's struggling to figure out how to, how to live life, that's such a big question, how to live life. First, we have to create a foundation, and that foundation for a life if you're going to build a building, it's like how to build a building. Let's lay down the foundation first. What are our values? What are our principles? And know that, you know, do the rough draft. Write 10 values out. Write down 10 principles. Or even write down 50 values and 50 principles. And then whittle it down to 10. Whatever your process is, have fun with this. Share it with other people, you know. Have, have invite friends over and say, hey, we're going to do a values principle party where we're going to write out our values, write out our principles, and maybe even have uh, symbols or, or whatever for it. And, and, and some people can help you to uh, get clarity on your principles, whatever that is. Uh, but lay down the foundation of a life before you start thinking about what the apartment is going to look like or how you're going to get people to live in this building, right? Foundation first, values and principles. And you can go online and Google the list of values and list of principles. And, you know, another way to do it is, you know, print out one of the lists of values and then cross out the ones that you like, definitely not that, the ones that are just definite no's. Like, like I don't really... I'm not concerned with that right now. Like you may not be concerned with industry or humility or balance that, you know, like, ah, not right now. That's not a thing. And then see what's left and then slowly start to whittle it down to your top five or top 10 or however you want to do it. Uh, if you found any value, oh, look what I did there. If you found any value in this episode, take seven seconds to share it with one other person and and share with them what your what one of your values are you know say hey one of my values is trust and humility you know what's one of your values and then send them the episode 
remember this podcast is not a, a substitute for you calling the 988 or any of the other 800 numbers. You can chat, talk, text. You can go to thrivewithleo.com if you want me to help you with your values and principles. If, if you're struggling to find a meaning of life, go to thrivewithleo.com. If you're struggling to manage your life, your, your physical health, your emotional, your mental, your spiritual, any of those things, go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.